0: Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Scott Cullother about effectively pivoting your business amidst disruption. Scott Cullather, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast.
1: Jonathan, it's great to be with you today. Thank you.
0: Yeah, it's great to be with you too. I am really appreciative of you sharing of your time with uh, me and the listeners today. And I'm excited to have a conversation around pivoting uh, during disruption. So uh, right now we're in the middle of a pandemic, of course, and certainly there's lots of forms of disruption uh, forcing organizations to be agile and pivot and reinvent themselves. Um, But I think the pandemic, you know, in particular has offered a lot of challenges to organizations. So that's what we're going to be exploring together today. Uh, As we get started, I just wanted to share Scott's bio with everybody. Scott Colather is co-founder of Invent, the global live brand storytelling agency, president and CEO of its holding company, Invent Group, and the co-author of Forbes books, Challenge Everything, the battle cry that blew shit up and invented live brand storytelling. A recognized industry leader over the last 30 years, he has led teams in the design, production, and execution of hundreds of large-scale business-to-business and business to consumer brand experiences in over 40 countries for dozens of the world's leading brands, companies, and trade organizations. He has been extensively covered in the media, including Entrepreneur, Adweek, Campaign, The Drum, The London Business Journal, Biz Bash, uh, and many more. Uh, again, Uh, Scott, it's a pleasure to be with you today. Thank you so much uh, for joining me. And before we really launch into the conversation, anything else you would like to add by way of personal background or context or anything like that?
1: Well, well, first off, thank you for the introduction. Um, My wife and I, Christina, uh, co-founded Invent. And uh, so I wish, uh, based on what you just said about me, I wish my mother-in-law and my mother, were listening to this right now. <laughs> uh, I think they'd be rather impressed on, on everything about everything you said, so thank you for that. Um, you know, I, I, we have three, be- just to add a little context about me, we have three beautiful kids. We live in uh, probably what we would argue is the most incredible city in the world, New York City. Uh, I'm an avid surfer, I love to play the piano. Uh, I'm a passionate uh, uh, family. Uh, person, husband, and and uh, devoted to uh, all of those things that are, are meaningful to me, and 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 my career and my job happens to be one of those. So thanks, thanks for that introduction, Jonathan. Great to be here.
0: Excellent, and I share that passion with you. Uh, I, I very much consider myself a family man. Um, I have six beautiful children, um, a wonderful wife, and uh, family sure does uh, add a lot of, uh, beauty to our life, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Especially with everything we're going through right now, you know? Um, and, uh, whether, whether you, we have three beautiful kids and whether you have kids or not, you've got to rely on either your direct family or your extended family during times like this. Everybody, everybody needs family more than ever right now.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know that's really actually a good way to segue into our conversation today because we are in the middle of a pandemic. Um, Man, who thought eight months ago that this is where we would be today? Um, I don't think many people did. (laughs) There might there might have been a few, Um, but ultimately
1: Anthony Fauci might have.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he might have. Um, But you know, the the whole world has been turned upside down. Um, You know, at, at my home my wife and I are both working from home full time while I have six children going through school online. Um, what an adventure that is. And that's just in our one little bubble right in our home. Um, but then you have businesses trying to figure out how to pivot and, and adjust, um, to this, this new reality that we're in. And this is on top of all of the other types of disruptions that have been happening within industries, uh, for a long time. And I think particularly in terms of the technological disruptions, but there's, there's been many. So, so you're layering all this disruption on top of each other. Uh, and it's, it's as important now as it has ever been for organizations to have the ability um, to be agile and, and pivot uh, as necessary so they can continue to stay competitive and add value in the marketplace. Yeah. 100%. Uh, yeah, so, so tell me a little bit more about um, your company then, Invent, and and what you do to help organizations um, do, go through that pivot process.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course, and I, I just wanted to make a comment on something you said about um, working from home. Uh, I actually think that that's something we used to do uh, pre-pandemic and you used to look forward to work, working from home now we live at work and it sucks you know so it's it's a it's a subtle nuance but it's but it's a re, it's a real one you know like remember those days where you're like wow i'm going to work from home today how cool is that going to be well now now it's not as cool as it used to be because it's it it you're living at work you know and uh so it is a really challenging time but but our uh so our business is is uh we have the invent group which is um the global brand story project Uh, we launched the the invent group by the way in in the middle of this uh, mess that we're all going through right now and um we did so as a part of a long-term growth strategy that we've had in place for quite a while and you know I i think that some of the most innovative products and and services come out of times of crisis and we can talk a little bit about that but the invent group basically is four disciplines and it is a project because it's gonna to continue to grow and we're gonna to continue to evolve it and make it better. But the the, the, the four businesses are um, Folk Hero, which is a brand strategy agency, Meaning, which is a culture uh, consultancy business, creative culture consultancy business, Heavy, which is a digital branded content studio, and Invent, which is a live events business, now a live virtual events business. The common thread between all those is that uh, they're all based in in helping brands and organizations bring uh, messages to life through compelling stories. And so we've had the uh, 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 blessing um, and and good fortune uh, since we launched in 2008 with Invent, which was a live events business, to grow to a global holding company with eight offices in five countries and over uh, 100 full-time team members uh, in our agency.
0: Well, that that's awesome. Um, congratulations on all the success, and and uh, I just love the way you framed it out and uh, the different elements that you're you're pulling together. Um, you know, to to tackle this this challenge of pivoting um, and really trying to help organizations do that more effectively.
1: What are yeah, the- and I mean, I mean, like for us, it ma- it makes sense because if you, if you look at you know our customers and clients are generally senior letter level executives. And those senior level of executives are tasked by their organizations in, to do four things. Number one, you know, come up with what your key messaging or organizing principles are. Um, that's what Folk Hero helps those uh, customers do. Number two, pull that messaging and single organizing stuff down through the organization and then motivate the organization to c- continue to push it out. That's what meaning does. Third, amplify it. Uh, beyond just the employee base to customers and their consumers. That's what uh, Heavy does. And then fourth, do consumer activations and or events in order to help solidify you know, that, that, that brand loyalty or that customer loyalty. So it really did make sense for us to, to, to launch this for sure.
0: Yeah, well, and, and those different components then, I, I suppose, speak to really my next question. And that is, what are the biggest challenges you see um, that organizations and leaders face as they're trying to pivot and trying to adapt amidst disruption.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I I think the f- the first and biggest uh, challenge is figuring out how to and what to communicate to your team members. A lot of companies call them employees; we call them team members. Um, and 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 you've got to do that very quickly, and you've got to be you've got to be decisive. And, and you've got to be accurate in, in what you're doing and you've got to figure that out first, but then you need to communicate it uh, in specific terms to the organization. Uh, and then what, once you, once you've done that, you need to continue to con- explain and uh, share your thinking with your current customers or clients and your potential customers and clients. And, you know, we've got this philosophy and it's actually worked pretty well for us is can, once you figure all that out, Communicate more, not less. Uh, So many organizations and so many leaders kind of go into hibernation during a crisis, and you know people need leadership more than anything else when there when there is a crisis going on. And And can I just can I just note
0: on that? um, I I completely agree, and it is it is the maybe it's human nature to to uh, approach. disruption and challenge that way, but it's exactly the opposite of what your people need. They need more transparency. They need more open communication and they don't expect you to have it all figured out. Like, like, you know, we know that how, how difficult these times are as an employee. I just want to know that my leader is working on it and thinking through it and talking to the best people. And that's, that's what you can do to reassure your people and you don't have to have it all figured out. than the average job of 50 years ago. What will the jobs and organizations of tomorrow look like? Moreover, what does this all mean for organizational leaders? What are the core competencies and capabilities of organizations and their leadership that are prepared for continued disruption and geopolitical and socioeconomic shifts? Regardless of what the future holds, increasingly, leaders need to be socially-minded, data-driven, decisive, champions of talent, and disruptors of the traditional notions of leadership, teams, organizations, and work. The Alchemy of Truly Remarkable Leadership will help you to explore your own leadership competencies and capabilities and consider ways to apply and implement them into your workplace and personal life. I'm excited to share my insights with you.
1: Well, that's exactly right. And we went um, pre-pandemic, we, we did quarterly company-wide calls. And once the pandemic hit, we moved those calls to weekly. So every single Tuesday, we had a company, or Monday, we had a company-wide call week over week over week. And we addressed some very hard things and questions. Uh, one of the, In the very first meeting that we had, one of the questions that came to our leadership and, and me was, are we going to Experience layoffs uh, or furloughs, and I said we uh, are going to absolutely have to experience layoffs and furloughs. How quick is that going to happen? It's going to happen as soon as next week. I can't tell you how many. I can't tell you who yet. But but just know that we are going. In order to get through this, we're going to have to do, make some difficult decisions. And and so ultimately, we communicated week over week over week, very transparently and uh, regularly. And then what we did is we, unfortunately, in those early days when we were making tough decisions, we delivered on what we said we were going to do. So when we were asked about taking pay cuts, we, del- we said, yes, they're coming. When are they coming around here? And then we delivered on that. And then when we started to right the ship and the, the, the business got right-sized, we began to bring everybody back and we began to restore comp. And today I'm thrilled and proud to say that we have everybody that we put on furlough is back 100%. And starting January, we are now full bringing our compensation back to where it was pre pandemic. And I think that, uh, that it has a lot to do with what you just said, Jonathan transparency and honesty and open communication.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, that, that's, that's wonderful for your organization and um, that there's enough trust amongst your team and, and your people to go through that process. Cause it is a painful one, uh, mm. <laughs> layoffs, furloughs, pay reductions. I mean, that's that's tough stuff that impacts people, um, you know, so directly in, in every aspect of their life. Um, but when you have a good culture and you have a, a positive environment and trust amongst your team, you're able to weather those storms. When you don't have that culture in that environment, when trust has been eroded, um, which by the way happens more when you're not transparent and Open in your communication, um, then it's it's really really difficult. Uh, yeah, one hundred percent. To weather look, that
1: look, we we call ourselves culture crazy at Invent. Um, you know, we 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 had the ability to work with um, Charles Schultz uh, several times. He's the founder of Starbucks, as as your listeners probably are aware. And you know, he's famous for saying, "You only have one chance to create a good culture." You know and so if you don 't start at the beginning and get it right at the beginning you 're constantly having to work on it and it 's absolutely our culture that that, that has number one um, held us together during this time, but has also brought us through uh, two other seismic events that happened in the history of, of our 12, our twelve years now uh, with regards to invent um, and then the other thing is that like I think, I think one of the things that leaders need to do in times of crisis is do what we did, and we adapted this new management style that we've coined the Len Hill Management Approach. And that is basically uh, taking the principles and the values and, and following probably two of the greatest leaders that ever lived, and that's Winston Churchill and John Lennon. And so we've created this, this double-headed monster, basically, it's two sides to a coin. But on the one hand, you have to make the tough decisions, you've gotta be decisive, you have to move swiftly, and on the other hand, you have to do it with a sense of compassion and, and uh, transparency and honesty and love, you know. So I think effective leaders during times of crisis need to really be able to wear both of those personalities, it, whether you won't call it Len Hill or anything else, in order to uh, continue to uh, keep that trust amongst the organization and the, and the uh, team members.
0: Yeah. And that actually kind of leads into my next question about like, how do you stay true to yourself as a leader in an organization amidst crisis, disruption, um, and and as you're trying to pivot? So, you know, you're in a situation where you need to you know, diversify, you need to have new, um, product or service offerings. Um, maybe your mission shifts, you know, your strategy certainly is shifting. So amidst all of that, um, it's, I suppose it's, it's quite easy, um, for there to be, to be culture creep, um, to, to, to move away from your founding principles, your core values, in that those core cultural elements how, how do you avoid that happening and really stay true to yourself
1: yeah well I, I think that's a great question it's a difficult one but first and foremost you have to stay co- true to your core values and and who you are as an organization uh, or a brand and um, so 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 you focus in on that completely and then you begin to look at things that you can do outside of your normal or your historical offerings outside of the way that you typically run your business outside of the way that you've typically treated your employees or managed your uh, team members and then you begin to round the corners and shape those things that are outside of your core values uh, in consideration to the sensitivities of what's going around in the world i mean you you can look at the the brands and organizations just by looking at their their commercials or just by talking to their executives, you can see the brands and organizations that aren't paying attention or aren't, or aren't being sensitive to things like the pandemic, Black Lives Matter, social justice, the economy. And, and you can spot those commercials and you're like, wow, that was pre-pandemic, wow, that was pre, pre-Black Lives Matter. And so I think what you need to do is uh, stay, core to the, to stay true to those core values but be sensitive to what's going on around you and with with your customers and your uh, clients.
0: Yeah, and and that's difficult when when you're struggling to even keep the doors open, you know, to make payroll, <laughs> to, to yeah. keep to keep your staff on. It's it's really easy um, to start to to cut corners around culture, uh, and 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 before you know it, just little um, things that you start to do can have uh, dramatic impacts and shift that trust that those values in the in that culture in your organization and so you just have to stay really committed to it and and continually communicate those elements uh, and model model that the correct behavior uh, for your people uh, yeah. and if and if you don't do that during a crisis um, you know be, before you know it you're going to veer off and it, then it's going to be really difficult to correct course
1: yeah, that's exactly right. And by the way, you know, from our perspective, you know, those two things, uh, making those difficult decisions, like us, we, we furloughed back in uh, March or early April, about 30% of our total team, uh, really hard, difficult decision. Many of, ours, uh, of our uh, uh, colleagues are friends and they've been to weddings and birthday parties and bar mitzvahs and all that stuff with us because we're a tight team. Um, but But at the same time, what we did is we knew if we were gonna bring those friends and colleagues back that we had to shift our offering. And so we, we went deep and hard, uh, created a task force that basically, if you look at the Invent Group, the live events business is the lion's share of what we do. and live events is in hibernation. So we developed a unique USP around a live virtual event that now is going crazy and it's, it's like going like wildfire. And as a result, we've been able to bring all of those people back. So you can do both of those things at the same time. And, and it, in in my opinion, it's actually kind of mandatory because you've got to, you've got to do what I say uh, routinely, especially in time of crisis, leaders have to be able to look down. So you need to know what you're stepping on, but you also have to still continue to look out so you don't trip and fall when you get there. You know what I mean? And so I think it's really critical to do both of those things and, You know, making those tough decisions is an example of looking down, but then looking out for other products that are in your core that represent your DNA that you have shifted to now uh, is, is equally important.
0: Absolutely. Well, Scott, the time has flown by. Uh, I would love to continue the conversation and perhaps I can have you back another time so we can do just that. Um, But before we part ways today, I do want to give you a chance to share with listeners how they can connect with you, find out more about your company, and uh, anything else you want to share by way of last word on the
1: topic. Terrific. Thank you, Jonathan. It's been a real pleasure to be here with you and I I enjoyed our chat. So to to get me, you can uh, find me at uh, inventgroup.com. It's spelled I-N-V-N-T group.com. Uh, you can find me at S scullather, which is S-C-U-L-L-A-T-H-E-R.com. And you can uh, read up, uh, find our book on amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com, Target. Uh, it's published by Forbes. And uh, you can find it also in every Hudson bookstore uh, around the country. So uh, again, pleasure to be with you, Jonathan. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, I hope my listeners will, will uh, check out Scott, his profile, check out the company, see if there's anything that they might be able to do to help you and your organization. And as always, I hope everyone can stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. And I hope you all have a great